This is part six, Second Thessalonians chapter one, verses one through four. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father, and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we start here, which we haven't done yet. We ought, we are under some kind of obligation, duty, we ought always to give thanks to God for you. Brothers, as is fitting, translated in the ESV as is right, but the word axios usually means uh, to be worthy of something, to be fitting, and uh, of course it is right, but right is a, a much more broad and general word. This word gets at the fitness of something. Something is suitable, something is appropriate, something fits the reality. And so I'm translating it fitting here, or you could say worthy of. We'll come back to that. As is fitting, so give thanks to God. It's, it's we ought to give thanks to God as is fitting because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. So. This ought seems to stem, doesn't it, from this fitness. We ought to give thanks to God as, because, it's fitting that we do so. The, the duty, the oughtness, the obligation is flowing from the fitness. And then the fitness is grounded or explained, warranted by what follows. So, Father, as we try to understand the, the oughtness or the duty, the obligation of thankfulness to you, rooted in the fitness of it, rooted in the growth and the increase of faith and love, Teach us what this means for us. Grant us to understand what it means for the Thessalonians and what Paul is saying here, but oh God, shape our lives by this stunning reality, because there is a reality here that a lot of people do not think about and therefore do not enjoy the way they should. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. The oughtness flows from the fitness. Let me linger here with this word just to show what it means. The verb of this word is used, verse 5, just a couple of verses later. This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be considered worthy. There's the, there's the, ver, there's the word, and it's, it's a verb now, considered worthy or fit, suitable of the kingdom of God. This doesn't mean we deserve the kingdom of God, like we've earned the kingdom of God. This means that God is acting in our lives so that we take on 
a, a certain character that makes it suitable and fitting. We become more fitting for the kingdom of God. Here it is again back in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. We exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy. There's the word worthy, fitting of God, not deserving God who calls us. We don't deserve God's call. God has called us freely. Now let's walk in a way that's fitting, suitable, worthy of the call. So this argument here, as is fitting, means that Paul is drawing attention to the fact that his sense of obligation to give thanks to God is fitting. Now, the question is, why is it so fitting, so suitable, so appropriate that God be thanked? And here's his answer, because your faith is growing abundantly. And second reason, the love of every one of you for the other is increasing. So, there's an argument. Premise. Premise number one. Love and faith are growing, increasing. Conclusion. Fitting conclusion. God is to be thanked. Now, does that work? Does that conclusion follow from that premise? No, it doesn't. There is an unspoken second premise. What is it? Premise number two. What is it? Premise number two, Paul expects them to infer God causes the growth. He doesn't say it here. He just assumes it and draws an inference from it. So the argument is, it is totally obligatory upon me and you that we thank God. Because it's fitting that we thank God. Why is it fitting? It's fitting because your faith is growing and your love is increasing. That's why it's fitting. Because they know, they know God is the one who has brought that about, and therefore God is to be thanked. So let's linger on this and see it in several texts, especially one in in, uh, 1 Thessalonians. I planted Apollos water, Paul says, but God gave the growth. God gave the growth. So if there's growth in faith, growth in in, uh, love, God gave it. Let's talk about faith for just a minute. Growth in faith. Where's faith come from? Mark 9, 24. Immediately, the father of the child cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. You're the one that will bring about the increase of my faith. Or Luke 17, 25, the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. You're the one who can do it, Lord. We need your help to increase our faith. Or Ephesians 2, 8, Paul says, by grace you have been saved through faith. This, this grace through faith is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Faith 
is a gift of God. Philippians 1.29 For it has been granted to you, given, gift, that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe, but suffer. So two gifts, faith and suffering. Granted to believe, granted to suffer. Faith was a gift. What about love? Here's First Thessalonians. This is so relevant because it's in the first letter, and it's a prayer. And so he's saying that the prayer was answered in Second Thessalonians, and that God should be thanked for answering God, the prayer to God. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love. The Lord, I pray God, do this. Make them increase and abound in love for one another. And then here we read it. The love of every one of you is increasing. God answered prayer. Who are you going to thank? The Thessalonians? I can't say the word. Thessalonians? <laughs> no. We're going to thank God. One more. 1 Thessalonians 4, 9. Now, concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. So the premise that was missing is God causes the faith. God causes the love. Now let me end like this. This is massive because this is true of all believers. If you have faith, God gave it to you. If you love believers, God gave that to you. If you're growing in faith, God gave you the growth. If you're growing in love, God gave you the growth. And what I hear in prayers over and over again is, and rightly, um, thank, thanks for what I have. That is, your gifts. What I don't hear nearly as often is, thanks for what I am. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I have a new heart. I am a new creation. I have been born again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the reason we don't hear that is because there's this horrible theology that basically says, we did it. I made the decision. I got smart enough. I got wise enough. I got humble enough. I made myself a Christian. You didn't make yourself a Christian. Faith is a work of God. You were dead in your trespasses, and therefore God is not getting the thanks that is fitting because theology is wrong. So let this text set the theology straight. This premise is all over the New Testament. God causes this growing. God causes this increasing. Therefore, it is fitting that there be an obligation that we thank God.